Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart. Our guests this week are hosts of the Little Dum Dum Club podcast. It's Carl Chandler and Tommy Dasselow. G'day. Is it we're recording? Okay. You didn't. You actually didn't tell us this was starting. No, that was just a practice run through. What oh, kind of so. gotcha journalism bullshit yeah. is this? We were about to divulge some I was, state secrets. I hadn't even put my pants on yet. <laughs> I thought that was your process, Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my content. <laughs> Dum Dum club that's like is that maybe the longest running australian comedy podcast mm, i think tofop oh, no, is it though i, I think tofop might have been before us is it I, yeah because that's how we started the show we said let's rip off Tofop. yeah yeah <laughs> let's do open mic tofop yeah um no i but i had a distinct memory of will anderson doing one of our maybe our first ever uh, live show mm. and getting on and sort of really not knowing how podcasting works now is that would that does that ring a bell for you because uh, I, remember, I remember us doing a live show and him getting on there and instead of spinning shit like we everyone does now, he got on there and sort of started doing stand-up and we're like, why is this guy doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does ring a bell now that you say it. But, yeah. I mean, he could still have been doing his own show. Yeah. You know, he could have still have started Tofop. Uh, to, I'm just saying it felt like he was trying way too hard to realise what he was doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He might have thought he was doing the gala. You know, oh, right. Because we did have a lot of people there. was there. a lot. It we was at the Palais. We had a big set. Yeah. yeah. It was very, like, flashy opening. There was double-figure audience members there, so yeah, you're right. exactly. It, we had we had confetti cannons <laughs> up our ass. Yeah, yeah. It was, yep. like, it was yep. pretty cool. Yep. Yep. So this is how the show works. I know your show is is a chat. This one's very structured. Mm. Okay. So it's it's almost like I've taken all the fun out of it. Right. Almost. Almost. Mm. I'll leave it. But a then you put a, two little drops of fun in. That's right. This that's, episode. <laughs> that's your job. Yeah. Your job's to bring the fun. So yeah. the way it works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question. Now contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one, and they have to guess which one is correct. First question comes from listener. Oh, oh well, there's listener questions. Yeah. The, 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 they've been listening to this show so far, this episode so far, and they've just sent in a question right now. <laughs> Yeah. Why did you put those two <laughs> on? This is, it all comes in life, yeah. Here we question go. I think we're about to get asked what's the weirdest place we've had sex. <laughs> First question is from Will Anderson. Yeah, why do you think I didn't know what podcasting was? <laughs> I was just trying to make your shit show better. Yeah, where do you get off? That's my question. <laughs> so Hannah Hicks from Boyne Island's question is, what is a gormandizer? A gormandizer. Where, where's she from again? Boyne Island. Boyne, B-O-I-N? B-O-Y-N-E. I-S-L-A-N-D. Yeah, I know how island is. Well, I thought you might have thought it was on island, you know, the Oh, there's a new island. There's a new island now. (laughs) Right, okay. Yeah, well, I would like to know. How often does this happen, that a question gets asked back to the person who asked the question? I don't think this has happened before. (laughs) This is unprecedented. Yeah. (laughs) It's my answer. Can I just make up a new spelling of Boyne? Boyne is fun to say. So, sorry, what was the question? I forget the question. What is a gormandizer? Gormandizer. 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 While they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round. Seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. And the house always wins, though, if you've listened to previous 
this episode, you'll know that is nearly never the case. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. And if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod, which is linked in the show notes. Hang on, hang on. But this is not Do Go On. How's that work? This is on the Do Go On podcast network. Oh. Have you ever gotten a question from someone that's not on Patreon and you were like, God, that's such a good question. I'm going to have to let this one through. And sent them 10 bucks so they could (laughs) sign up and (laughs) be officially a member. I, uh, yeah, no, someone did suggest a good question via a five-star review once. Okay. I'm like, like, that's as good as. That's as, yeah, that's in some ways, that's better than money. Yeah. How much, how much money is a five-star review worth? Great Oof. question. Yeah, I don't know what the algorithm would say. <laughs> Very weirdly, I was reading I was reading uh, Google reviews today, so my little comedy club, Basement Comedy Club, and people I, – I, yeah, it blows my mind that anyone can be bothered putting a review up. But, yeah, I did. there was a review today that I read that was just like, yeah, people were lying to me at the door and, you know, the, the, the drinks were too much and this – and it was like it literally like gave this poor, really poor review and didn't mention the comedy once. <laughs> Like, like the, you, you can't review a comedy club and not review the comedy. Yeah. That's weird. I think that's weird. I think that probably suggests that the comedy went all right and they were like, yeah. otherwise they would have laid in the Nothing to comment on. Yeah. However, the drinks, yeah. the service. And they yeah. were lying lying to them at the door. Yeah, that's yeah. that was what also that I don't know either. Well, maybe that's it. They didn't, what they saw, they didn't perceive to be comedy and they're like, this oh. guy told me a fib at the door. He said yeah. it was a comedy club. Yeah. It seemed to be some kind of poetry night or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd love to know. Can you do that? You can reply. You can do that thing. I love I seeing that when someone's teed off at a restaurant yeah, yeah, and then there'll be yeah. a reply from the restaurant going, I remember you. Yeah, <laughs> I I did reply. My reply was, didn't mention the comedy once. My review, your review, none out of five. Fuck yeah, that's great. So that's they won't be sick. coming back to review my shit stuff anytime soon. Yeah, get them. All right, the answers are in for question number one, which okay. is, what is a gormandizer? Here are your options. It's the name of the huge Gorman factory outlet in Brunswick. Someone who eats gluttonously or ravenously. Someone whose parents are German and Norman. A medieval tool used for drilling holes into the earth. Or a kitchen tool to chop up food. Um, are we allowed to choose our own options that we wrote that we know to be wrong? No, you can't. Oh, you can't do that? You can't do that? No. You're not allowed to do that. Seems like a serious flaw in this show. I think that would make the show a lot better. I don't know, not to tell you how to suck eggs, but yeah. I think if someone wants to do that, you should let them. No, yeah. no yeah. I know this has come up, I think this is the second week in a row, or Tom Cashman was also, he didn't enjoy that. Annoyed part, that he know. couldn't pick his own yeah. wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. It seems, yeah. I mean, if you want to take this show to the next level, I mean, there's there's two successful guests in a row that have suggested that, that option. Mm. I think that's a bit of a trend. Yes. Okay. If, if someone does next week as well. Please tell me who's on next in. week and I'll tell them to do <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, was it medieval torture? Also, medieval be- tool for drilling holes. A tool for drilling holes. Okay. Oh. Damn, I was more into it when I thought it was torture. Yeah, um, can I do, earth, the, can I do the holes? Can yeah. I pick the holes? You can pick the holes. Even though I definitely suggested <laughs> I made that up. I'm, well, let's see if I'm – prove me wrong. Let's see if you allow this. Oh, yeah, I wonder. The medieval, yeah, I want to pick that too. You can both we both pick it. the same one? Sure can. Oh. Hell well, yeah. see, you shouldn't allow that. Now, there's <laughs> there's two things you should improve this show, right? Don't allow both. Tommy, can we make a pack? Can we choose the same <laughs> the same answer every question? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> can we on purpose rig this game? You can, well, you can, but some of you might not have heard uh, while you're writing your answers, which is a bit of a flaw in this show as well. <laughs> Three floors inside five minutes. While you're writing your What is this, like- the fucking Empire State Building? How <laughs> many floors in this thing? This would be driving me insane if I was listening to it. Can you imagine tuning into The Price is Right and a contestant just being like, why does the game work like this? Yeah. It makes no sense. What about, can you, instead of higher and lower, can you just yell out, the same? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, while you're writing your answers, I explained the scoring, but I'm also playing. So, two of the fake oh, answers. You're playing? Oh. Yeah. So, two but of these. But you know the answers. Well, if you guess my fake answers, oh, you get, I get a, I get a oh, point as well. So, okay, if you did right. the same, if you both pick the same one each time, which this is mine, is, okay. I'd flog you. Oh, no, I great. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's great. I mean, that's what you want. Like, oh, it's the AFL grand final, Carlton versus Collingwood. Who won? The umpire. <laughs> <laughs> Ripper. All the kids are dressed in their whites. Oh, yeah. they'll be happy tonight. I mean, they're on the field. They should get. 
involved. <laughs> they could get in the mix. How many episodes have you won out of, what's this, 52, 53? This is 53rd. I think I've won maybe eight or ten. Oh. That's, not, that's not too bad. So, yeah, I try and keep it lowish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, oh, you're I, tanking it's episodes, it's, are you? It's good not, for morale. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could definitely win more probably if I, but yeah. I'm oh. trying to make it more of a fun show and yeah. I also feel a bit uncomfortable about going, hey, do you want to come? Yeah. To me on my podcast. yeah, you feel uncomfortable about it, but it is something that is entirely within your control. Yeah. Yes. Also, you, you feel a bit weird about winning. Is there some episodes where you go, fuck these guests, I'm winning this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this could be the week. Yeah. I reckon you're going to win this one, by the way. <laughs> well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, the Gorman Factory Outlet in Brunswick, that was Tommy Dasselow. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone oh. whose parents are German and Norman. That was the house, which I quickly wrote as I changed my answer from another Gorman factory. Oh, okay. Right, okay. one. Yeah. Well, uh, I should get bonus points for having the same line of thought as yes, the host, I think. Uh, okay. Mm. Just in my humble opinion, okay. that's oh, what I think that? should happen. Yeah, it's yeah, fine, man. Okay. <laughs> Occasionally, uh, <laughs> people do ask for pity points sometimes and- yeah. um, yeah, if, if oh, I didn't know there was different flavoured points I could be requesting, but that'll be on my agenda from now on. But as long as the other contestant agrees, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of moving sand on this podcast. I reckon. I don't reckon anyone has to agree to give me a point. I reckon I can just make a new rule. Oh, is there a prize, by the way, before yeah. I decide how seriously yeah. I should take this? No, just the, just the glory. Okay. Classic podcast yeah, prizes. Yeah, we, we know there's not too good of a prize because Matt's only won eight of these shows. So. Yeah. We should be playing for a home viewer, for, oh. a, for a patron. Yeah. That's not a bad. They get idea. like a. How about this? I play for you, Tommy, and you can play for me. Okay, right, great. <laughs> uh, it's a kitchen tool to chop up food. That was Carl, yeah, a professional writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you points for that one. I'm the scorekeeper now. I've just decided. <laughs> I did as I was writing. I'm like, there's too much going on, and I can't. And I'm like, chop up food. Like, oh, this is not as eloquent. Wow, as I the thought others. Gorman was pretty lame. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, medieval tool used for drilling holes. That was the house, which is me, uh, meaning two points for me there. Uh, and the correct answer was someone who eats gluttonously or ravenously. Ah, okay. So two points for the house, uh, no points for the guests. No, Tommy far. got a point for Oh, Tommy did get a- I'm on one. Yeah. All right. Question two comes from Joff from Colac. You guys might know Joff. He's from LOL Radio. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he came to- um, uh, maybe all three of our Coast of Million International podcast festivals. Ah, oh, yes. What a man. Anyway, I love this question from Joff. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing what you could do with it. What is track three on Weird Al Yankovic's 1986 album Poker Party? Oh, So okay. give, me, give me a song name and the song it's parodying. Oh, oh okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, 1986. 86, that's right. right. It's the year I was I was born. slightly nervous one of you would be like, oh, track three. Obviously that's... You know, but no. It looks it's like. not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. I think if it had have been running with scissors, I might have been able to lock that down. Um, God damn, 1986. Okay. Just quickly. Yeah. Can I use Google, not to look up what it actually is. I think so, to find But to look up songs if that Carl, came out in 1986. Okay I think anyone can do whatever they want. I mean, I've got my phone facing me. I could be Googling it right now. <laughs> you don't. You guys don't know. <laughs> okay. I owned a Weird Al Yankovic album and- I'm desperately. What, what's the name of it? Oh, Poker Party. Poker Party, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what this is going to be is they're all covers, aren't they? Because uh, some of them usually no, these originals. No, but that's what I'm saying. I reckon there'd be no originals on this one, would there? There were there were some originals. He uh, looks like he calls them style parodies. Right. So it's like a Talking head style parody. But this is definitely a parody. This one. is a parody one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you're writing your answers. Uh, here's some more info on gourmandizers. According to Merriam-Webster, gourmandize entered English in the mid-1500s as a modification of gourmand, a term borrowed from the French that served as a synonym for glutton. The meanings of both gourmand and gourmandize were clearly disparaging until the 19th century when gourmet came into use to refer to a connoisseur of food and drink. Since then, the meaning of gourmand has softened so that it now simply suggests someone who likes good food in large quantities. Gourmandize still carries negative connotations of gluttony, but it can also imply that a big eater has a discriminating palate as well as a generous appetite. Mm, well, that was um, <clears throat> that's good to know, and by that I mean the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I really am gaining a newfound respect for Weird Al. It's hard to even come up with a title, honestly. <laughs> uh, all right. 
I'm just remembering Kitchen Tool from the round before and I'm all excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling way less self-conscious all of a sudden. <laughs> Chop up food. <laughs> uh, funny, uh, funny food. Funny knife. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to forget that I've done this in a couple of years' time, Matt, and go to message you about something and just yes. find all these, like, mm. answers to questions that I've sent you and been like, what the hell is all this about? How come Matt's not replying to any mm. of these yeah. funny, esoteric things I've sent him? I'll come back and just be like, so are you all right, mate? <laughs> sounds like they've lost their mind. That's yeah. good. Are the answers locked in? Are they all locked in, Matt? Mm. Uh, Tommy's is in. You're locking yours in? Unfortunately, yes. Mm. <laughs> Hang on, before I lock mine in, how do you spell chop up again? How do you? <laughs> We've talked to Weird Al before on our podcast. Do you know that, Matt? No. We, were we had him on, as a guest. Yeah, yeah via, wow. via satellite, via, satellite. via yeah. phone link. Back in the old days. And, um, You've had some amazing we, guests. But it was only over the phone, so it was like, I think it was really less like talking to him for 20 minutes and then us talking about talking to him. It was when we worked for a radio, like we did our show as part of like a radio station, their digital arm, and they like got him on our show as promo. For, I guess he had an album coming out. Yeah, maybe. or tour, tour, I think. Tour or something, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was very like him getting on the phone and being like, Being very nice uh, about it. Who's this? Very, yeah, yeah, but it would have been him sitting there doing a yeah. day of yeah. phone interviews. I think it was a year into our podcast and Daslo opened with the biggest guest we've ever had said, how many Hawaiian shirts do you own? <laughs> and that was the first question. That's a good question. It's not a bad question now that I it's think about it. It's actually a terrible question. Now that I've come back around. <laughs> it's actually no good. <laughs> I go through waves where sometimes I'm ashamed and then get me on the right day. I'm like, that's actually, he probably oh, wouldn't have heard that one before. You've got to give me that. I th- I think it's funny to talk about. But at the time I was like, what's he going to say? Three? <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> that episode, that'd still be up there. It's still up there. It's Still up there, yeah. Maybe I should give it a give yeah. it a re-listen. Yeah, maybe we should maybe we should get him back on the blower to find out, get the updates. See yeah, how, if he's got less or more yeah. shirts now. Well, if you thought that question was bad, wait till you hear a certain answer that's about to come down. The pipe. <laughs> All right, I love it if you if we talk to Weird Al and he's like, "How many Hawaiian shirts do you own now?" Uh, I I own a lot of them and I use them to chop up food. <laughs> <laughs> So the answers are in here is question two. What is track three on Weird Al Yankovic's 1986 album Poker Party? Addicted to Spuds, a parody of Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love. Mm. Okay. Car Man, Mechanic Man, a parody of Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. Jesus Christ. Okay. I can't wait to find out who's responsible for that one. Take <laughs> Take My Bread Away, a parody of Berlin's Take My Breath Away. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. Mama Don't Preach, a parody of Madonna's Papa oh, Don't Preach. Oh, my God. That's good. That's really funny. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I smelled that slow. <laughs> Weirdly, there's been a lot of food ones already. <laughs> or I've Got a Penis, a parody of I'm Your Venus by Bananarama. Wow. And only one of these is real? Yeah. <laughs> well, only one of these is track three. Oh, okay. Oh, right. I assume oh, the others probably the rest make up the album. Oh, right. okay. Right. Damn. No, oh, that's, so that's not true. We're just I don't think any the of order. These. Right. Okay. <laughs> we have to be really tapped into the sequencing of a 37-year-old album. Yeah. Now, I think <clears throat> I think uh, Carl went first last time, so do you want to have a crack? Oh, fuck. <sighs> can, can, I, can I very quickly hear them yes, all again? Yes. Sorry. Addicted to Spuds? Yep. Car man, mechanic man, <coughs> take my bread away, mama don't preach, or I've got a penis. I'm going to go with the first one because they're all- Addicted to spuds? It's terrible, but it's like, yeah, it's- He does like- he, It's he the least terrible. Ones. Is spuds a term that people use in America? Maybe not. Mm. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, maybe. But I'm really what I what the game is what for me in this question at the very least is which one did Daslow write? I'm more intrigued by that. And I'm really hoping it's Mama Don't Freak. Yeah. I'm really hoping that. I'm gonna vote based more on which one I want to be true. Yeah. And the ones that I want to be true are the car mechanic and the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really torn about which way to go. <laughs> I'm going to go car mechanic. <laughs> Come on, mechanic, man. Yep. Come and go. And that would just be a song about a car Yeah, you go into the mechanic, yeah. he rips yeah. you off. There's a, yeah. you know, there's yeah. subject, topical-wise, there's a lot for him yeah. to draw on. It I takes, can see that being in his Yeah, it takes longer than you anticipate, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Foot, do you want to have a guess at who each of you went for for a bonus point? <laughs> I uh, think Carl wrote Mama Don't Preach because of, <laughs> of how much he's banging on about him. it. <laughs> 
I think that's what I wrote Mama Don't Preach because I want it to be true. And so you're both guessing that Yes. The- yes. <laughs> Have we not made this clear? We're guessing the same answer every time. Spider-Man pointing at himself. <laughs> All right. Well, here's who wrote the answers. I've got a penis. That was Carl. Yes. Yeah, great. Great. I should have known. Yes, you should have. <laughs> Take my bread away. That was Joff. Okay, the house. Okay. Mama Don't Preach. That was Tommy. Yes. Goddamn right it Great. was. Great. So a bonus point for Carl there. <laughs> Car man, mechanic man, that was the house. Oh, so geez. a point for the house there. And the correct answer was addicted to spuds. Oh, I got it. So two points for Carl. Yeah, that makes sense. One yeah. point for the house. It's just a guy, yeah, just a lot to draw on about how many different ways he likes eating potato. Yeah. I can I can kind of. That's it. I can hear that, it in my head. That's good. The first verse mashed potatoes, is potato fries. skins, potato cakes, hash browns and instant flakes, baked or boiled or French fried. There's no kind you haven't tried. So that's, mm, I, I mean, that's the one thing I always say about Weird Al. I think he goes a bit too hard. Mm. Like, he's a bit too mean with his <laughs> yeah, yeah. stuff. But it's also like- Mama don't preach because it's like Papa don't preach. Yeah. But it's about yeah. mum. Oh, yeah. right. It's like flip the gender. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of turns it, it on its head. actually pretty progressive at the time in yeah. 86. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's admitting that, that, that girls can preach too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also telling them to stop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Right. That's cool. That's the dichotomy of Weird Al. Yeah. All right. We're up to question number three. Uh, this one comes from Victoria from Frederick in Maryland. And Victoria's question is, which of the following is a real species of fish? So she's obviously found a slightly interesting sounding fish. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She's got to come up with a, a name of a species yeah. of fish. Oh, okay. Right. This is right, where, right, we, right. This is where, this where we, you come in. This is where we, okay. <clears throat> Your time to shine. Yeah. Chop up, chop up fish. Chop, chop up, up fish. That's, that's, good. that's, that's an option. Choppy yeah. us up, us fish. Yes. Uh, Addicted uh, to Spuds continues, it goes, uh, you planned a trip to Idaho just to watch potatoes grow. I understand how you must feel. I can't deny they've got appeal. Whoa. You like them whether they're plain or they're stuffed. Oh, yeah. Better face the facts. It seems you can't get enough. You know, you're going to have to face it. You're addicted to Spuds. That's mm. good stuff. Yeah. I'd say that's good stuff. <laughs> and never was never a single. All right. The answers are in for question number three which is which of the following is a real species of fish? I think there's going to be some really funny ones here. (laughs) Or at least one. (laughs) You've got devil's hole pupfish, Uh the grunt, whistling stinker, suspicious mouthfish, or the mama preach. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's really hard. They all sound like they could be real fishes. <laughs> can uh, we have like can we, can we have like triple bonus points if we could guess who's who's thought of each one? Oh, on wow. one? For the Is hardest question for Is the hardest it? question so far. Uh what was the suspicious Suspicious mouthfish. I'm gonna go that one. Alright. That seems like the kind of thing that someone would read about and be like, oh, that sounds made up. I'll submit this to yeah. Matt. Oh, um, and, and read out, read them out one more time, please. Devil's Hole Pupfish, The Grunt, Whistling Stinker, Suspicious Mouthfish, The Mama Preach. Mm, maybe the third one. Whistling Stinker. Yeah. Okay. Okay, for Carl. Wow. Okay, mm. here's who wrote the answers. Mm. Go on. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> the mama preached. That was Tommy. <laughs> what? Whoa. Why would you say that Edit first? that out. Edit that out. <laughs> Can you double check that? <laughs> the grunt. That was Carl. Yeah, it's classic me. Suspicious mouth fish. That was the house. <sighs> Whistling stinker was also the house. Mm. The correct answer was devil's hole pup fish. Okay. Damn. I was almost going to go that one. Yeah. Oh, me too. There was It was in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that means two points to the house. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to start clawing some points back here. Quick score update. Hey. On one point, it's Tommy. On two uh. points, it's Carl. But out in front, on five points, it's the house. Mm. Could be a rare victory here. But I'll tell you what's on 10 points. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The real victor. Yeah. Hang on, make, I'm going to make a new column. Comedy's playing for a little sick kid in the hospital, yeah, yeah. so it really wants to win. If you can keep- Comedy's got a lot of money on sports bet on itself, so <laughs> it can't afford, can't afford to lose this one. 
<laughs> you keep me updated on how comedy is going school wise. Okay, I will. <laughs> right, I'll keep a separate tally. I've got a. I've got. I've opened up a new tab for okay. comedy school. Okay, all right. All right. All right. Here's question number four. This one comes from Paige Carroll from Arizona. Oh wow! Nice. What were French woman Louise Marie Therese's last words before she died in the 1700s? All right, let's boil this question. Either down. those drapes go, or either those kitchen knives go, or uh, I do. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Well, I've got an idea for a pretty funny answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I remember this woman now, and so I'm writing down exactly what yeah, I think she right. said. Right, you can yeah. do that. I remember, I remember seeing in the 1700s a woman die, and yep. I'm just starting yeah. to think, fuck, what did she say Carl, just please, before no. I shot her? <laughs> Um, While you're writing your answers, here's a little more info about the Devil's Hole Pupfish. According to Victoria, the Devil's Hole Pupfish is a critically endangered species found only in Devil's Hole, a water-filled cavern in Nevada. Apparently, it's the rarest fish in the world. It was one of the first species to be listed as endangered, and in 2013, its population hit a low of only 35 fish, but has since rebounded to around 175, which is good news for the Devil's Hole Pupfish. It's good looking fish too, I'll tell you that. Mm. Good looking fish. You got a ten? Uh yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. A ten. That's rare for a fish. That's just like it's a real little sparkly guy. Oh yeah, that's, that's all right. That's a good looking fish. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. With that. I'd I'd have a fish like that. It's pretty beautiful. I'd, I'd eat a fish like that. That's high praise from Carl. Mm, I know, it's plenty <laughs> you've seen me Tommy plenty of times say so I'm not eating that ugly fish. Mm. All right, so the answers are in. Here's question four. Once again, what were Louise Marie Therese's last words before she died in the 1700s? Here are your options. No, you fool. I ordered the poisson, not the poison. Oh, that's, okay. that's funny. That is funny. I like it. I trust this horse with my life. Chuck, Chuck, it's Marvin, your cousin. <laughs> Marvin Berry? You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. Good. A woman who can fart is not dead. Or... <laughs> I was in a cafe the other day and I saw an <laughs> item on the menu called a duck sandwich and it made me sad in a way because I thought, finally, that duck is surrounded by bread and is in no position to enjoy it. Wow. In the 1700s that's, that's, that was said. I did, well, that's, that's an old joke. He went on a high That's an old ass joke. This is fucking ancient, dude. <laughs> went out on a big hole. That's definitely a point to comedy right there. <laughs> So, yeah. So, <laughs> ding, uh, ding, 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 ding. It's paying out big time. <laughs> some comedy's, listeners. Comedy's taking the lead off the back of just one question. That's excellent. It's probably a small number, but some listeners might not be aware that that is one of that's, Carl Chandler's. That's, well, let's know. I mean, jokes. no, we might be about to uncover that he's actually stolen yeah. Yeah, part of right. his stand up from some uh, <laughs> anonymous <laughs> random <laughs> French <laughs> woman. <laughs> I thought you started to sweat when I said Louise Marie to Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the jig is up finally. Uh, the Kevin Sheedy of her day. Yeah. <laughs> her famous joke book that Carl <laughs> lifts his material from. Kevin Sheedy. Yeah, the Kevin Sheedy joke, joke book. book. I, oh I yeah. once, I once co collated, wrote a book. Penguin paid me to to help on a Kevin Sheedy joke book. The, the the legendary coach of the Essendon Bombers in in the Australian Football League, and he put and they they just gave him money to put out to, to put on the cover, and then he didn't contribute to the awards the book in any way. Right, yeah. And it was like me and some other guy googling jokes and then writing the occasional <laughs> so joke good. and chucking it in there, and they were like terrible. Like they sent me what they had already. I'm like, this stinks so bad. This is like bad. Like I'm giving you not great stuff, but the stuff you put in there, you've just found on page one of Google jokes. Yeah, right. It's oh so just God. thinking what like a great scam. what a marketing. Just like walking through the airport and being like, okay, this football coach wrote a joke book. I'm yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like good stuff. Funny. And he the blur being like him going. I've put in the funniest jokes <laughs> in the world into this book. Absolute gut busters. Yeah. Uh, I am going to say. I'm getting a point. I'm, I'm guessing that the duck sandwich joke was my, I put that in there just to advertise my own comedy on this podcast. Yeah. 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 You have to get paid like royalties now off yes. the back of it through APRA. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to say the poison one. Poison one? Yep. Uh, really quickly go through the. The the, <coughs> le- the least obviously stupid ones. Uh, trust this horse with my life. A woman who can fart is not dead. The horse one. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. I was in a cafe the other day and I saw an item on the yes, menu. Yes, yes, yes. a duck sandwich. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was Tommy Dassler. Yes. 
He stolen from me who stole from some French woman. Yeah. But is it, is it flattering that he can write it out word for word? Well, I think it's been said out loud on our podcast maybe one billion times. In, it would, in, yeah. It would be pathetic if I couldn't recite yeah, it word yeah. for word at this point. It's, it's, this is what happens at our live pods a lot of time, Matt, um, because people know that joke so well. They request it when I do stand up and then I say it and they, they don't react in any way because they know the joke off by heart already. So they're just, <laughs> do they just, everyone, an entire room full of people go do this joke and then I do it and literally nobody laughs that's that's a weird reaction I would think well that makes sense they just A want to hear it out loud but B want to see me get very mad when no one laughs so well they've got you right where they Mm. want you (laughs) (laughs) I also like that the genesis of it becoming a meme on the pod was Xavier Michaelides' impression of you was did somebody say duck sandwich (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just just turned me into the guy that says the duck sandwich joke. Well, it was never my the number one joke in my canon or anything like that. It just just made it a thing that everyone got obsessed by. But anyway, that's a good joke. That's not bad. Uh, Chuck, Chuck, it's Marvin, your cousin Marvin Barry. That was Carl. Mm. Oh, I wondered. And it would have been the funniest answer were yeah. it not for some meddling. <laughs> No, you fool, I ordered the poisson. That was the house. Oh, mm. God, that goddamn house. As yeah. was, I trust this horse with my life. Oh, Meaning no. Meaning the correct answer is a woman who can fart is not dead. Yeah. Oh. Just before she died, she farted and thought that was a good sign, but as it turned out. And, what, and she said not. that about herself. Yeah, only in French. That's been oh. translated. It would have sounded way more oh, elegant. Oh, okay. I get it. Uh-oh. I think that would have been the giveaway if you had have given us the actual it French. French yeah. Like, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could have yeah. gotten on a babblefish and translated yes. duck sandwich into yeah. French. Yeah. Oh, There's still weird. time. <laughs> There's still time. Uh, so uh, did comedy score any points that round? Oh, oh comedy scored like yeah. a billion points yeah. off wow. the back of that. Yeah. yeah. How many zeros in a billion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nine. Oh, nine. Just put yeah. nine zeros. All right. Nine zeros and then put a one after it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That means after round number four, the scores are Tommy on one, Carl on two, the house on seven, but out in front on a billion and ten points. It's comedy. Wow. Wow. It's going to take take a bit of. It's going to take the chocolates this week, I reckon. Well, still three points, three rounds to go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here's question number five. Braden from Brisbane uh, wrote this one. Braden. Which of these was a genuine car model, even though it sounds more like it should be an obscure Star Wars character? Oh. Does that make yeah, sense? Okay. Yeah. Yep. While you're writing your answers, here's some more info about Louise Marie Therese's famous last words. According to Alcation, while she lay dying, she lost control of her bodily functions and, well, farted. Instead of being embarrassed about the little slip, she seemed relieved, saying, good, a woman who can fart is not dead. Those are mortal words. Can't wait to see Carl rip them <laughs> off on stage. <laughs> While you're still writing your answers, (laughs) let's go for a quick break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So the answers are in for question number five. Which of these was a genuine car model, even though it sounds more like it should be an obscure Star Wars character? Bongo Friendy, Splang Splingo, the Yoda Mobile, <laughs> Ponda Grindus, or Car Car Binks? Wow, Car Car Binks. That makes the Yoda Mobile look like high art. <laughs> I feel less bad all of a sudden. <laughs> which, who knows which one I wrote. But. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, call this match off. Comedy is just... <laughs> 
What is it called? The the rule where they like where it's like <laughs> yeah, oh, it's the mercy rule. The mercy the rule. Mercy yeah, rule. yeah. <laughs> Comedy is being very unsportsmanlike at yeah. the moment. We are just <laughs> having Score and slammed us. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the ring having our head slammed into posts over and over by comedy. <laughs> He's jumping off the off the top rope into our heads. Uh, can I hear them all again, please? Can I just hear two of them again, please? Uh, the ones you probably want to hear: the Yoda Mobile and Kaka Binks. Thank you. <laughs> the other options: Ponda Grindus, Boring. Uh, sorry, Splang Splingo or Bongo Friendy. Oh. I'm will, go, will it help you if I tell you it's a Mazda? Oh, cool. yeah, it really yeah, does. Yeah, really well, in that case, the Yoda Mobile. <laughs> 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 okay, Ponder Ponda Grindy for me, thank you. Uh, uh, can I can I go that as well, please? Ponder Grindus. Yeah. Who's <laughs> 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 who wrote the answers? Uh, Splang Splingo, that was the house. Okay. Good workhouse. Mm. Kaka Binks, that was Carl. Oh, wow. I wonder who that was. <laughs> the Yoda Mobile, that was Tommy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Honda Grindus, that was also the house. Yeah. The yep. correct answer was Bongo Friendy. Oh. The Mazda Bongo Friendy. That's a good question. Yeah. Whoever sent that in. Yeah. Who that was, was this again? Brayden from, from Brisbane. Got on your BB. Brayden from Brisbane. I know that there's at least one person listening who the biggest issue they have with the Yoda mobile <laughs> is that the question said obscure Star Wars character <laughs> oh, and right. Yoda is not obscure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kaka Binks isn't either. That was uh, quite an important character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's in that movie, The Volvo <laughs> Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the Hyundai. That's good. That's good. Uh, comedy score that round, I think. Oh my god. Oh man, Jesus I think we've Christ. we've run out of zeros yeah. for the for the. Um, just just write down the infinity symbol. <laughs> text to comedy now. <laughs> All right. So the scores are. One point, Tommy. Two points, Carl. House mm. on nine points, but out mm. front on infinity plus a billion and ten. <laughs> it's comedy <laughs> with two rounds to go. Still anyone's game. <laughs> question six comes from Leah Friel from San Diego in California. And the question is, why did NBA player Clifford Ray make headlines in 1978? Why did NBA player Clifford Ray make headlines in 1978? Okay. And it was a non-basketball activity. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, you're <laughs> if the answer had have just been basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Won a game of basketball. I would have stormed out of here. <laughs> While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about the Bongo Friendy. According to the Mazda website, launched in 1995, the Mazda Bongo Friendy was created as a leisure base for the entire family and friends. The most innovative feature was the Auto Free Top, a giant power rooftop that was open and closed with a touch of a button, creating an attic with a wonderful view with enough space for two adults to lie down and stretch and a spacious atrium inside the car. Other playful features included hyperslide seats and power roll curtains, a minivan that stirred imagination of its owners and their family. The Bongo Friendly was popularly spotted in auto campsites and resting facilities on highways across Japan. Yeah, can you repeat the question, please, Matthew? Why did NBA player Clifford Ray make headlines in 1978? Okay. According to Braden, there are two 2001 models of Bongo Friendlies on sale on car sales in Australia at the moment. If anyone's interested in joining the Bongo Friendly lifestyle, do you know mm. what they what they go for? <laughs> Roughly 25 grand. What do they look like? You're thinking it'll look like a little Star Wars alien, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it'll look like uh, R2-D2, but with like wheels, mm. like big monster truck wheels. Yeah, yeah. I want to get on, um, what's the like AI art program and ask it to draw me the Yoda mobile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the results would be just wonderful. <laughs> what do you think about this next question? Do you think there's going to be any funny answers for the basketball question? Wouldn't have thought so, Ed. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that's a bongo friendy. Oh, yeah. yeah. A big pop top. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, a bit of fun. I could see myself getting around in one of them. There's no way Tommy will remember to do that Yodamobile, but if any listeners out there want to yeah. chuck that into AI mm. and uh, tag us in. Yeah, that I'd love to see the fun. results, yeah. And, and also have us like riding it, being in it. Like Put a, us it's, all in it. it's a soft top, Yodamobile. We're going, <laughs> going yeah. on a little road trip. Yeah, yeah. And there's a signpost that says two comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we yeah. have that picture, yeah. please, someone? AI will do a beautiful job of that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good stuff. Whenever, whenever, uh, in my experience, whenever Matt Stewart has winced looking at the answers, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's been mine that he's been wincing at. <laughs> uh, Fuck, what's higher than infinity? <laughs> <laughs> Can you put an infinity on top of an infinity? Is that double infinity? <laughs> yeah, yeah like try. going the other way. Like, uh, oh yeah. Like the flip four it, quadrant have infinity. it standing up so you can fit more infinities behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, infinity yeah, yeah. For two. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> oh, an, an infinity sucking <laughs> off another infinity. Infinity sucking wow. its own dick. <laughs> okay. All right, the answer That's for good. question number six. Yes, go on. Why did NBA player Clifford Ray make headlines in 1978? Mm, he had his stomach question. pumped not once but twice due to accidentally drinking mislabeled paint. <laughs> 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 I love how how fucked this episode is getting in that that's so stupid, but I know it's about to go up about five <laughs> levels with at least two answers. He launched a disco career under the stage name Clifford the Big Groovy Dog. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's not, that's not bad. That's good. I don't think we've found Tommy Dasson's answer yet, but we keep keep pushing. He was called upon to save a dolphin's life by reaching his arm down its throat <laughs> to retrieve a piece of metal. Okay. No. Okay. There's okay. two to go. Okay. Right. Okay. He filmed a cameo for the Deer Hunter that was edited out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Or he gave Magic Johnson a time capsule full of AIDS, <laughs> not to be opened for at least thirteen years. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. So when are the when are the funny ones that we wrote coming up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess. It looks like comedy is taken, maybe it's resting on its <laughs> own. <laughs> Save my energy for the finals. <laughs> this is the buy round for comedy. <laughs> um, Stomach pumped, disco career, saving a dolphin, cameo for Deer Hunter or oh, Magic Johnson I AIDS. D- well, honestly, I'm... I'm stuck trying to pick which one Tommy's one is. He hasn't left a proper Daslo signature on this one, I don't think. Um, keeps you guessing, Daslo. That's the uh, Daslo signature in itself, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Well, you're, you're the one supposed to keep us guessing because you're the quiz master, you fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to guess the uh, the dolphin. Dolphin? Yeah. Tommy, locking that in? Yeah. Um, go. Sorry, go once more. Uh, <laughs> stomach pumped, big, Clifford the Big Groovy Dog, disco, uh, dolphin, Cameo for Deer Hunter or Magic Johnson time capsule? I'll just go Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter for Carl looking that in. Only because I literally last night read the synopsis of that movie on Wikipedia very randomly. Oh. And that's why you think it's the real answer? That's why I think it's got to be. It's got to <laughs> be. Did it, did it mention it's a, the universe telling a, me. a few uh, <laughs> scenes got cut? Featuring basketballs? Yeah, it, told, yeah. it told, said that literally happened. That's yeah. why I'm guessing. Yeah, right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's so right. if that's not the answer, I'm going to have a problem with Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be going to write a letter. Mr. I'm going to be emailing Mrpedia, and oh. I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> here's who wrote the answers: uh, having his stomach pumped twice due to drinking paint. That was Leah, aka the House. Oh, okay. The House also wrote that he launched a disco career under the name Clifford the Big Groovy Dog. He gave Magic Johnson a time capsule. That mm. was Carl Chandler. Oh, wow! I had a feeling. Yeah, you, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carl went for he filmed a cameo for the Deer Hunter that was edited out. That was Tommy Dasso. Oh, he's yeah. got me good. That was so. That was autocorrect. I tried to type. He crashed his Yoda mobile. <laughs> 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 and I was reading that Wikipedia entry off Tommy's phone last night, so he set me up. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. It's all part of the long con. Yeah. <clears throat> and that means the correct answer is what Tommy went for. He saved a dolphin's life. Oh, finally, I got one right. Wow. So that's multiple points for Tommy that wow. round. Look Good out, point. comedy. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I like uh, our, like our, enem- our enemies comedy <laughs> in this game. <laughs> yeah, it's the, um, what are they called, like in the chase? The nerds? Oh, or yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. The super nerd and the, the, su- the nanny and whatever. The, the super comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do, yeah, does, how does comedy go that round? No points? Negative points? I think comedy, yeah. I think comedy has to lose. 
a few points yeah, on that man. one. Me, oh, that AIDS is pretty funny. That's, I've just changed my mind. Yeah, okay. it's pretty funny. Yeah. I Give it like 25 points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're up to the final question. Uh, oh. We always finish with a movie synopsis question. So this one will be your longest answer. Probably. Oh, we're aware. Normally oh. about a couple of sentences long. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one comes from Matthew Bohr from... Kelowna in British Columbia. Wow. And Matthew's question is, what is the synopsis of the 2021 sci-fi horror film Titane or Titane? Okay. What is the synopsis of the 2021 sci-fi horror film Titane? Spelt how? T-I-T-A-N-E. Mm. And while you're writing your answers, this will take a bit longer. I've got a bunch of information about Clifford Ray and the Dolphin uh, from a San Francisco Chronicle article by Peter Hartlaub. On February the 25th, 1978, Clifford Ray had his arm covered in lube before attempting to reach into the stomach of Dr. Spock, a show dolphin at Marine World in Redwood City. A bolt fell off a pipe. Spock thought it was a fish and swallowed it. The arm of a regular vet was several inches too short to reach the bolt, and the six foot nine Ray was called because of his 45 inch reach. Ray was recuperating at home with an injury while his team, the Warriors, were on the road. Ray reached into the second stomach of the dolphin, which was not sedated. A vet from LA was on the intercom, giving Ray instructions. Ray later told the Chicago Tribune about the dolphin, saying, They are a very smart animal, and I think he realized he was in trouble. He was pretty much cooperative through the whole thing. The extraction took less than three minutes. In addition to having a Marine World Tiger Cub named after him, Clifford Ray was also presented with a bronze-plated plaque containing the bolt and a lifetime pass to the park. There was also a children's book written about the event. Ray played with the Warriors until his retirement in 1981 and has worked in recent years as an assistant coach for the Dallas Mavericks, Chicago Bulls and Boston Celtics. Years later, Ray told NBA writer Howard Beck that the Dolphin was grateful, saying, After that whole incident, whenever I would go to the park, he would always recognize me. He would come right up to me without being prompted. Wow. <clears throat> what a tale. Mm. Makes me long <clears throat> for that French lady. What do you think, Matt? Mm. What do you think of what I've just sent you? Yeah. What do you think of mine too? I'm not going <clears> to <throat> read them until I read them out. Okay. okay. Live I like on that. The pod. You mm. want it to be fresh. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, if you don't laugh while you're yeah. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be tricked or whatever we're supposed to be doing here. All right, we're up to the final question. I should also say, mm. and this is normally relevant, but not really this week, mm. that it's worth triple points. Okay. All right. That's good to know now. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that, <laughs> I would have typed in something even funnier if I'd have known that. <laughs> I think a certain someone is about to be on three infinity. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so the question is, what is the synopsis of the 2021 sci-fi horror film Titane. How would you mm. say it? Titane, maybe? Maybe. Titane? A sentient bra starts to murder its wearers, leaving a trail of bodies all throughout the intimate sections of department stores across the country. Mm. Can it be stopped? Wow. It's, I want to see Titane. That's a good, yeah, that's a good one. It's murder or bust. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Titane was born as Thomas Olsop in 1986 <laughs> and raised mm. in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Okay. He is an only child. At age nine, he was diagnosed with aplastic anemia, mm-hmm. a rare bone marrow disease. This became the subject of his one-man wow. stand-up show, Pipsqueak, okay. in 2012. Well, I'm so going to see this movie. This sounds cool. This does sound this really- This is science fiction? This sounds really interesting. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> is this a porno? Sci-fi horror. Is this in space? Yeah. What's going on? I think there must be. This sounds like yeah, there's space. a Yoda mobile involved in this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was his make-a-wish. <laughs> I want a Yoda mobile. Uh, a Spanish. Well, to be fair, I, I believe Thomas also did change his name. I just thought it was just something else, not to detain. <laughs> a Spanish robot child is programmed to find the meaning of life, only to be corrupted by what it finds on social media as it scours the internet, leading its focus to change to ending humanity and destroying the world. Okay. Mm. That's very funny. That's Daslo's, I bet. Mm. A young model named Alexia is impregnated by a car before going on a murderous <laughs> rampage until she is taken in by a friendly firefighter who may have other intentions. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That's option four. Final, cha- uh, final option. Yep. 
Man-child Billy Madison, played by Adam Sandler, <laughs> has been a spoiled kid his whole life and spends his days drinking and partying. When his father, hotel magnate Brian, played by Darren McGavin, becomes fed up with his son's irresponsible ways, he issues an ultimatum. Since Billy passed all his schooling, thanks to his father's influence and bribes, he must retake and pass every grade in 24 weeks. Otherwise, wow. the business will be turned over to Brian's conniving associate, Eric, played by Bradley Whitford. That's, that's, wow. yeah. that's a weird one to choose between which which fucked in the head man-child synopsis am I going to choose? <laughs> <laughs> the Adam Sandler movies have gotten a lot worse in recent years, so it does, yeah, it does sound someone tried like to argue, 2021. Someone tried to argue, Dave Callan tried to argue with me the other day that Billy Madison was a bad movie. Like, you're a fucking idiot. That's stupid. Yeah. It's a great movie. I mean, Tatane, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, Tatane, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the scouring social media scouring social media. is the real one. Well, I'll go with the... First one, then whatever that first one was. Right, you can tell when someone's invested the in sen- the quiz when they just go <laughs> number one or uh, the two. sixth one. There wasn't yes. six. Yeah, the sentient bra. Sure. Yeah. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I, I'm changing it then. What was, <laughs> what was the other ones? Uh, you had that's the most obviously fake one, and that's saying yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Alsop. What? Uh, uh, yeah, not that one. Uh, young model <laughs> is impregnated by a car. Oh, God. Or sure. man-child Billy Madison. Oh, d- the car one. Impregnated by a yeah, car. Yeah, sure. Stranger things have happened. Mm. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Yes, go on. Wow. <laughs> a sentient bra starting to murder its wearers. That mm. was written by Matthew Bohr. Okay, oh. The House. Mm-hmm. Borsy. Titan was born Thomas Alsop in 1986, mm-hmm. raised in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Go on. Uh, by a, a hotel magnate. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Paraphrasing now. That was Carl. Hotel magnate? Where'd that come from? You're, yeah, you are crossing over. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry, you're, thinking, Billy Madison. you're thinking Tommy Tommy is Tommy Billy Madison. Madison. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sorry. that's an option. That's actually, that's actually Tommy's... That's my Wikipedia page. That's your your Wikipedia. Mm. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm. Thanks. Oh, you like that? Thank you. And man-child Billy Madison. That was Tommy Daslow. Now, was that also a Wikipedia page? Yeah. Mm. Well, no, it was just Google synopsis. Yeah. It is good to have a couple of professional writers on. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be- There will be listeners who are furious about this episode. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. Control C, Control V, baby. <laughs> the most powerful tools in the writer's arsenal. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm laughing a lot on this episode. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's something good. Oh, no, I, look, I'm, I'm having fun, but there will be people. That are annoyed that we didn't take the oh, game seriously? Probably. Yeah, yeah, great. I mean, you can't please all the people all the time. This no, is, exactly. That's like the, the people that... um get mad at Tony Martin for doing joke answers on have you been paying attention it's like <laughs> oh being funny on a comedy show okay right I'll put I'll put up a, a, a content warning <laughs> please right. can you a trigger warning on can a you? quiz <laughs> where we're just copying and pasting each other's Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you please put a warning guys <laughs> If you don't like comedy, please stop listening now. Because comedy has a very good day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to check in with the, how comedy scores in the end. Can yeah. you, can, anyone that has complaints, please, Matt Stewart's a very busy man. Can you complain directly to the social media pages of Tommy Daslow or Carl Chandler, please? I'm, ha- I'm happy to hear if anyone's annoyed by um, yeah. by not taking the quiz seriously. Yeah. I'm ha- I'll happily wear that. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I'm happy to hear. I'm happy to yeah. hear all of your complaints. I've, I came in here. I'll give each one of them an answer like a bad review on my comedy club I'm happy to give each one of them an answer mm. and explain what we were trying to do on this show can't be more generous than that yeah maybe we can come back and we can do an episode where we just take the game completely <laughs> seriously and we make it our mission to not say a single yes. funny thing on yes. the episode yes that'd be good uh We've got, we've got a few little Dum Dum Club episodes that are quite <laughs> like that early on in the piece so yeah we, yeah, we had a do go on that was like that uh, where it was just a real serious topic and I, I think Dave was telling us about Helen Keller mm. and Jess and I, or, vice, or Jess was telling me and Dave were just like, we never got into mm. the mm. R- rhythm of <laughs> making light of the- Helen Keller. You know, Helen Keller. <laughs> no, we've figured out since you, know you make th- fun of things around, it doesn't have to be- Yeah, directly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tommy, you went for a Spanish robot child? Being programmed to and ends up destroying the world. That was the house. Oh, uh, uh, Matthew Bohr in particular, also at the the bra one. So he mm-hmm. has range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
That means, Carl, you were correct. Oh, a young fuck. model named Alexia is impregnated Jesus. by a car well, that's good. before going on a murderous rampage. He really thought about it pretty deeply too. <laughs> you could tell he was really invested in that answer. I, well, it's the only one he got right, so maybe <laughs> that was the strategy you should have taken from the beginning. Oh, didn't I get one right? I got another one right, didn't I? Uh, something oh, yeah, you might have got one Something right. happened at some stage. <laughs> Let's hear the final scores. How well, did comedy go that round? It'd have, to have, it'd have to have got a minus three infinity answer to have lost this one, so I don't I think, think it, it did all right. 24 right. points in that round. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I don't want to give anything away, so before we get to the final right, score, right. this film, Titan, was loved by critics, 90% on IMDb. Oh, sorry, 90% on Rotten Tomato uh, from critics, 85% from the audience. A review by Mr. Mansfield on IMDb reads, I don't really know what I just watched. <laughs> It was incredibly weird, but nevertheless watchable. In fact, I might even go as far as to say it was mesmerizing. Mm. Okay. That's pretty good. I reckon, that'll be, I reckon that'll be reviews of this episode. <laughs> uh, so, final score check. Oh, actually, I forgot. That was triple points. Oh, no. Uh-oh. So, that means at the end of the game. Because I got that one right. I'm a chance of what's, what's – I could overtake comedy. Is that possible? Because uh, it's triple. It's triple points. Well, yeah, it wasn't triple infinity though. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Right. Oh no! And so when you said twenty-four points, Tommy, yeah, that actually means that should be triple twenty-four. Sixty. Seventy-two. 72. Yes. Wow, okay. All right. So here's right. the final scores. Okay. Well, it may it might pit me at the post then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On three points, it's Tommy Dasselow. <laughs> Hell yeah. On five points, Carl Chandler. Yes. On 12 points, it's the house. Well done. But on triple infinity plus a billion and 107, it's comedy. Oh, it's a well, pretty impressive score. That's an impressive score for comedy. Comedy. Well I think that might be the biggest score of all time. So comedy's should, the carryover you, champ. You should and have, have comedy back. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's been 53 episodes. And this is the first time it's appeared. <laughs> We should, yeah, we should. I'll see if comedy's <laughs> available next week. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Thorne wasn't, but comedy was. Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the episode. There will be outtakes at the end if uh, people are keen to hear more oh, nonsense. Uh, where can people find you two? Obviously, the Little Dum Dum Club's We out have week. a podcast called The Little Dum Dum Club. It's me and Tommy. We're much more serious than this. We're, mm, uh, it's know, really dry. We're, it's just. It's, it's like Q&A. It's, yeah. It's, like, it's just been great to get out and really sort of stretch our wings on this episode. <laughs> Uh, so it's us being very silly. We, uh, yeah, if you don't know us, we have guests on every week. Matt Stewart himself has been on. We brought Matt Stewart to Koh Samui in Thailand once. Mm. So good. We did live episodes on the beach and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's if you like what me and Tommy just did then, it's that all the time without any structure. <laughs> I'd love someone to go, if who, who hasn't listened before, to go back and find that Weird Al episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be their first one. Yeah. And, and, and maybe let us know how, how they think that question played. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us how many shirts he had. I can't remember the answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, and there's like, what, 600 episodes? Six, s- yeah, 600 and something, yeah. I think, yeah. That's get it eight. wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and if you guys co- uh, type in the code um, Yoda Mobile, the, all the episodes are free. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And you can type that in anywhere. Right? Yeah, 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 anywhere. And then you just oh, go type to it in, app. Type it in with a tattoo needle onto your mm. arm. Okay. Yeah, and you can get all the episodes for free. Oh, man. That's that's <laughs> when we've made it, when someone's tattooing Yoda Mobile yeah. on them. <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for listening. Please give us a five-star review. <laughs> Tell your friends if you think you might know anyone who will enjoy it. Uh, maybe not this episode. For a, <laughs> for a good one to start with. Cheers for tuning in. Who knew it, Matt Stewart? Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. <laughs>
Yeah, 17 minutes in. Wow. One question down. Is that yeah, bad or awesome. good? Do we get a point for that? <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a point yeah. for every minute that we've wasted so far? <laughs> what about all the, all the minutes we wasted before this show? <laughs> oh, Thorno gets a point then. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Yeah, we saw Dave Thornton out there. He was invited on at the last minute. And he said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like uh, quite firmly. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a, is a nice little summation of how our careers are going and how his is going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was literally looking at his computer. I don't think it was on. But no. Well, that's what I mean. It was It was either <laughs> he, he'd been staring at it so long that it had mm. shut itself down. Yeah. Yep. Not plugged in. No. Yeah. Power cord kind of wrapped up yeah. on the bench. Still in its box. Yeah. yeah it was weird. <laughs> had that little protective bit of film over yeah, the screen. Yeah, he hasn't yeah, peeled yeah, off yet. Yeah. Like a Nana's computer. <laughs> <laughs> this is good stuff. Oh, damn. I've just thought of one that came out in 86. That would have uh, been better. That's not too late. Was it you? Yeah. Mm. It is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was born in 1986. Right, right. And Weird Al parodied me on his album. <laughs> Tommy, fat ass low. <laughs> <laughs> album came out in September. I was five days old. <laughs> Track three was about me. <laughs> this fat baby from Australia that he read about. Carl oh, that Man. was the real one. No, no, that was Joff. Joff so oh, he wrote that. They write, fake they write the question. They also give me some suggestions for oh fake answers. Oh, my answer. God. Yep. You told me it was going to be – you said before the show, you explained it, and we said, this sounds complicated. You said, don't worry, it's going to be really <laughs> smooth once we start, <laughs> and I'm yet to see that smoothness. No, no, this is so far, it's fucking for. crunchy <laughs> peanut butter, all right? This is a good episode, first episode for people to listen to because you right. learn what the show is in painstaking detail. It's a good episode for Matt to listen back to and fix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a brutal <laughs> What Mar- if Weird Al was singing about having a penis, though? That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Pretty funny. I'm your Venus. I have a penis. 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 Yeah, I don't know. That's about it. It could be about like a venereal disease. I have a penis. It's on fire. I've got thrush or something, you know, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Bit bawdy, th- bit bawdy for Weird Al. And then yeah. he'd go through them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Syphilis. Sp- oh. Yeah. That might be like I can't a, remember the rest of the, how the melody of the song. That could be yeah. like a Japan-only B-side. Right, yeah. <laughs> Big in yeah. Japan, you think? Yeah, yeah. What's on that album? The like, song that jo- Joff actually suggested was a lead single and that made me nervous that you, you might know it, so I, yeah. I picked an right. album track instead. The the lead single was Living With A Hernia. Oh, yeah. Parody of James Brown's Living In America. You know what? Oh, I man. remember being a big fan of him back then, being fucking four years old or something, and like going, this is amazing, they've changed the words. Yeah. But I remember that song coming out and going, well, you've lost me here. I don't <laughs> I don't get it. Because it was a parody. Didn't know of, what a hernia is. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know what a hernia was and I didn't know what the song Living In America was because yeah. yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like it it wasn't on Rage, it wasn't on Glenn Ridge's um hosted show on uh, on Glenn Channel. Ridge's yeah, he, Sale of the Century. Yes, he before see this is the amazing thing about Glenn Ridge to me, growing up growing up in country Victoria, is so he was the host of Sale of the Century, right? Yeah. And to everyone else in the world, he came out of nowhere. He'd been the a host on several shows on BTV Six, which is Ballarat's radio station. He used to be the host of Six's Super Saturday show, which was the show that went from seven thirty in the morning till 10.30 in the, in the morning, uh, all cartoons. He would host cartoons. Right. And then at 10.30, he'd host a show called Off the Record. And it would be like, you know, Rage or whatever. They would have like music videos and stuff like that. So we're like, oh yeah, Glenn Ridge. And all of a sudden he's fucking hosting Sales of the Century. Yeah, like, I can't picture that. Yeah. Well, how has this happened? What a transformation. Yeah. He once um, got on a helicopter and landed on the middle of Maribor's big footy oval. And I ran into the middle of the oval to meet Glenn Ridge. Just to get when close I was a kid. Him. When I was a kid, yeah. Wow. But very funny, like- Looking back, Beatles style, the host of the cartoon show on Ballarat TV, <laughs> host like landing on a chopper on a footy oval, and all the kids just running up, going, "Yeah, oh, what Scooby Doo really like? We love you, Glenn. <laughs> That's so good. Oh man, I had no idea he was a, yeah. a triple threat. Well, I I can't believe that 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 was his CV, and they went, "Yeah, you can take over like the biggest rating quiz show because you used to say." Anyway, here's the Flintstones. Yeah, that's all, folks. Yeah. 
I don't know what I expected uh, yeah. having you two on, to be honest. Yeah. Do some people come in and take this like mad seriously? Yes. Yeah. Who's taking it the most seriously? Uh, probably Tom Cashman. Yeah, that uh, doesn't surprise because me. Because that the hidden question there was who was the least funny on this show. <laughs> so <laughs> who cares more about winning than I mean, comedy? Yeah. So I think you can do both. I think you can. Who's do both. more accurate than funny? Man, I got the best answer. <laughs> Yeah, the, the makers of Mama Don't Preach have done it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll say this. If you thought duck sandwich was good, I've now, got a, I've now got a new classic. I slept so badly last night. My brain is just not ticking over today. <laughs> it's <laughs> rough stuff in the kind of show you want, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you haven't slept well enough, you, don't, you really don't need a poorly thought out structure of a quiz show to like no, really no, fuck no, you No, 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 I'll accept all the blame for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is all me. This is all user error. It's complete 404. This is definitely the the most shambolic episode, 53 <laughs> in, which is yeah. high praise to you. Hey, that, you must have had good. a lot of nerds to oh, get yeah. to fucking well, that's the what coolest I thought I had today. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like a couple of comedy writers. Yeah. This show's built for them. Couple of chaos agents. <laughs> but Leave I forgot. the world a little worse off than how you found we're it. Like That's the, what my dad always says. We're like the Ross Noble of comedy mm. over here, so you, you don't know where we're going to go next. Oh, my God. I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 